Vinny, Vinny, Amari. We came, we saw, we loved. Welcome to the Partnership Vision Podcast. Where we discuss how to have a relationship full of unity, trust, fun, and fulfillment. We'll be sharing the rewards of preparing yourself for your best partner and being your best for them. It's a dating and see how you like them in bed first kind of culture. It's sad but true. And just we, you can't get away from it. And like we've been on kind of on repeat through the last few segments is that what you're around long enough, you will become. And you, you may, may think you can, you're invincible and to some degree, maybe not that term specifically, but you may think, oh, I can handle it. You know, that I'll, I'll, I'll hold on to what I believe in. Nobody's going to change me unless I change myself. And you feel like you have this resolve, but that's not always going to keep you from falling prey to things. And it might be a slow slip, but you will start slipping and falling down a hill. And before you know it, you're going to be rolling down that hill. So it just all that to say, it really is important to have friends through your teens and then maybe your early 20s really start looking at dating i mean that's totally against the cultural norm and that might actually sound pretty crazy but just in the sense of staying away from heartache and just surrounding yourself with good people it will make the world of a difference for you your emotions at that age at that stage our emotions at that age and stage as we knew it we're volatile we're dangerous like we didn't know how to handle the you know it's it's like giving a four-year-old a ferrari you don't know how to handle all that power you don't know how to handle how compelling it is you know how badly you want that intimacy with another person and especially when it gets awakened because of being touched because of being in dating scenarios and it's too hard to manage properly and the cultural way of handling is just throw everybody out there and just tell them to have safe sex. But that's really not making sure that there is development emotionally. That doesn't make sure that we're choosing to to be relationship focused instead of just sexually focused as if that's all that matters, as if just being physical, as, as if we're going to get it out of our system. Like, come on, you got people that are still that way in their, in their 40s and 50s, you know, and, and older, like just being shallow and being stuck on physical connection and thinking that you can just have good relationships when that's how you're starting with things in the first place is crazy it's ludicrous and the reality is you might think well i can just you know just do the cute things we can just have an have a nice little kiss here and there or just hold hands or whatever but it doesn't work that way. It really just doesn't because it's human nature to want to go one step further. You want more than that because you do want at the end of the day to have sex with the person that you love, that you believe you love and the person that you're highly attracted to. It is there in you. So anything that you do that starts pushing you closer to the edge of doing that, it's going to happen. You know, you're you're going to make it happen. The only way to keep yourself 
from having regrets and having things that are going to impact you because we've already talked about that you don't walk away without a mark from having sex with someone you do not walk away even from the lesser things really even kissing and holding hands and just having somebody really affect and influence you a lot it changes your personality and you're incorporating things of them into yourself and vice versa it's happening on a spiritual level it's happening on a psychic level you know there is changes that are going on it's happening on a physical level you know with your brain and your hormones so do everything you can to just be friends and really get to know someone you know even if you think maybe this is the one maybe he's the guy maybe she's the girl well if that's the case honor that relationship love that person enough to not just rush into all the physical romance stuff do everything you can because that's settling that really is the best possible relationship you can have with them is going to be if you start out as really, really good friends. If you really, really know each other well and see each other for who you are, when it grows and it progresses into a romance, at some point when you're both really ready for that, is going to be such a more fulfilled and amazing relationship because when you get the order wrong, romance without the friendship really blinds you to a lot about each other. It really keeps you from knowing things that are important about each other. And then the moment that that feeling is lifted for some reason or another, next thing you know, you're left with somebody that you don't really know that well. You don't know outside of that romantic context. And then you can freak out and you can feel scared. You can feel like, well, I don't know you. And well, I don't, I don't know what any of this is about. And well, you're not the person that I I got so interested in, I thought was so wonderful. You know, you lose so much peace over it and it's really not worth it. It's so much better to take your time and have wisdom. Know that you are going to change. You're going to get older and you're going to change. And so are the people around you. They're going to change. And everybody your age, they're going to change with you as, as time marches down the road and you don't want to find yourself with someone who right now you're super tight knit with and, and you're, you're on the same page, but then two years from now, they're a totally different person from you. They don't have any of the same ideas or goals in life that you have. They don't have any of the same focuses or direction. And here you have bonded yourself to them. And here you thought that you were going to spend together forever. And it's going to rend you. It's going to rend, it's going to tear your heart and make you feel all sorts of pain having to let them go or else trying to hold on to something that's never going to work. And maybe years down the road ends up being, you know, if you go all the way down the road of trying to marry them, trying to have a whole life together and all of that, and it finally ends in divorce, that's horrible. That's a terrible traumatic thing that doesn't need to happen to you. So develop friendships and stay friends and don't settle for just running into sexual encounters, just running into, you know, oh, I really like you. I'm really attracted to you. Let's go immediately into dating and into all of this different stuff. Get to know people first because friendships make the best relationships. Absolutely. And that's another thing in settling is that you may think that as long as the two of you can deal with each other's issues, everything's fine. Well, relationships aren't about just putting up with somebody's baggage and to see if you can put up with their baggage. That's not your ultimate goal. Yeah, you, you're supposed to work with each other, help each other grow when you're on the level of being whole and everything in yourselves. 
but you're not just searching to see, well, how much is this baggage? Can I really kind of afford to deal with this baggage or not? And there's actually even a game show called that. And I just, I can't even believe it. <laughs> it's based on that whole premise. But when you're in that mindset, that really negates unity, building a real life and relationship in it, lasting happiness and personal growth. And it also causes envy, strife, jealousy, and infidelity. And all of those are actually falling into the pits of denial. Because you think you're fine, maybe even believe you're fine, but your significant other might be having wondering eyes and might have actually done something and y'all are having to work through some one of you cheating or on the verge of cheating even because you don't have to be doing a physical act with somebody to be cheating. It can be looking at somebody, thinking about somebody else. And then obviously flirting and everything that follows that. It's really... It goes from little to small and even just the thoughts themselves. If the thoughts there in, in your heart, you've already cheated when you're thinking about some, being with somebody else other than your significant other. And newsflash, if you are putting up with somebody who's cheating on you, you are settling, period. You know, like forgiveness is important. It is important that we understand each other, that we're all human, but... There has to be a line in the sand. There has to be a point where you understand that somebody's behavior is unacceptable. And short of just very, very heartfelt, penitent, I'm sorry, I don't know what I was thinking. I was tempted. I was drawn down the wrong path. And then everything in the world for them to show and prove to you that they really have changed in every way. And they need to be under a serious trial basis to prove that. You're crazy, especially early on in a relationship. If you put up with somebody doing things like that, because that is settling, you know, in fact, whenever it, it, a lot of times, if you, if you, the word that comes to your mind, if the phrase that comes to your mind, when you think about this behavior or that behavior, this thing or that thing they do is you put up with it, or you can put up with it. That might be a red flag that you're settling. That's for sure. And you end up making excuses to those around you for them even though you know somewhere within yourself, whether it's big or small, that he or she isn't right for you and that maybe they are seeing something, but you're not going to admit to yourself or them that, yeah, you're right. I really need to check myself because that's also denial and that's also settling in loneliness. You might even say things like, you don't know him like I do. And we have a special connection that you don't even understand. And when you start getting having to get defensive in that way for, for that person, that's another red flag. You shouldn't have to be getting defensive for that person in that way. You shouldn't have to be making excuses or missing family holidays or different things because you're with a certain person. You should have family somewhere in the forefront of your mind too. Family is important. And granted, not all family is good. And just because your blood doesn't make you family. Because there are toxic people and families that only want to tear and break you down. And those are family members that you shouldn't associate with until they have a heart change. And I'm not saying, you know, just write off your, all of your family that might have upset you or anything. But if they are abusive, don't keep subjecting yourself to it until they actually are sorry. 
they are actually are apologizing and meaning it and have actually made a change and have actually gotten with God and have gotten healing because unless God's involved, they haven't changed. You get counseling, you know, if somebody is treating you like that, who's in your family, if you you can just feel that something, something doesn't feel right about how they're treating you, something, it, it hurts you or whatever, talk to somebody who can counsel you, who can, who can tell you about it, whether it's a school counselor or, or whomever, bounce the idea off someone like, should I be treated like this? Is this something I should have happening to me? You know, or just a safe relative, someone who you can talk to, you know, maybe your grandma, you know, someone that is understanding and warm and will be able to, you know, it's your mom, whomever, speak to them about that behavior and how it's making you feel so that you can, you know, be validated and you can know, like, am I misunderstanding this or am I really being treated badly here? And, you know, try to find out, try to try to figure out what's going on. Don't just take it on face value that, well, I guess I'm just, you know, being too sensitive or whatever. That's not necessarily the case. You know, you don't you don't have to just sit there and take whatever's handed to you. You can ask questions. You can find out, is this normal? Is this how someone should be treated? And that ties into the person you're with. They can't change unless God changes them first. They have to be open for God to change them, for them to even change in the first place. So if they have either a disbelief in God or they're angry at God or any number of things to where they reject him, they're not going to change until they come back to God and seek healing. It's a real thing. And your significant other can actually put on a good act for a little while as if that person has changed. And who knows, maybe he or she truly believes it even. But the truth is the old habit will come right back without true change. It just needs to be triggered. And it's just a matter of time. It It's sad but true. And it, you might be completely blindsided when it happens. And it might even be more severe than before because it's been suppressed for so long. And it's just been bubbling underneath the surface. And that's that leads into another thing is that that person actually might be a manipulator. It might be putting on an act for all you know. Because manipulators can put on a great act. That's their job is to make you think a certain thing that they want you to think. And to get what they want to get. That's one of the big dangers of settling is when you don't have high standards about what you really want. If you don't understand and recognize the genuine... Here's a little story for you. This is a true thing in the real world. It's a great illustration. People who, whose job it is to know currency, to know genuine currency, like what is a genuine U.S. dollar, genuine $100 bill, they don't study the many different counterfeits. They become experts on all the different things that make that thing the genuine article. And... If you settle for something other than a clear picture of who the genuine article is for you, you can be fooled by counterfeits. You can be fooled by what you think is acceptable and you find out that it's way worse than just being acceptable. It turns out it's actually terrible. It turns out that you should have never lowered your standards because not only is it 
what you thought you could accept, but it's way worse and it's way more terrible than that. You know, some some guy, some sleazy guy in a bar or sleazy girl in a bar that you might think is just, eh, they're not that bad and I just want somebody tonight or whatever. You can find yourself going from just what you think is just going to be a fun night and everything's going to be fine or whatever to next thing you know, you're kidnapped. Next thing you know, something terrible has been done to you. Next thing you know, you're finding yourself in a really bad situation and it may be the next thing you know or it might be a little bit down the road that you find out, wow, you just got involved seriously with a person who has a history of doing terrible things to people and, you know, maybe a psychopath. And that's going to happen when you do not have a strong sense of this is the kind of person I want. These are the standards I have for who my friends are. These are the standards I have for who I will date, who I will allow into my life. If you're settling and you get this really kind of fuzzy, broadened image about who's acceptable in your life, it opens you up to a lot more risky and dangerous situations and people that could actually be horrendous in your life. And manipulators can use different vessels for their agenda. It could be just from pure persuasion and trying to work their own version of logic on you to put either a guilt trip or some shame or just a motivation that is built on false principles, on lies. Through gaslighting, that's basically another variant of it. By using threats or brute force, they, they can be giving you a an ultimatum as to why you have to do this or really just kind of tearing you down and making you feel stupid and causing you to really go uh, go introspective on yourself into insecurity if they can make you insecure and make you question yourself they've won and if they can warp your sense of reality through that then you are their puppet whether you know it or not or whether you like it or not they have won they have won their game and that's another reason why you, you've got to stay away from these toxic people because you will be sucked into their vortex of lies, deceit, and death. And that's the danger of compromising your values and compromising your sense of what is really good and what is really right and what you want in another person. And when I say that, you know, there there is two different kinds of compromise. There is a wise compromise. You know, there's understanding that, okay, you like tacos, I like hamburgers. Well, Today, why don't we go ahead and have tacos and then tomorrow we'll have hamburgers. Sound like a good idea? Okay, cool. That's that's a smart compromise. You know, if you really enjoy each other's company and you want to go and eat together and spending time with them is more important than what you're eating specifically, then you make a compromise like that. Or maybe you stop at both places and eat at one or the other together. You know, that's, that's a smart compromise. What is a bad compromise is when you accept behavior that you know is not right towards yourself and others. When there is something shady about someone and you ignore that and you go ahead and you date them anyway. You go ahead and you go and hang out with them anyway. That is a very bad compromise. And compromising your own sense of self and what you think 
and, and you know is acceptable for how you should be treated and, and what you should be shooting for in a relationship, what you should be shooting for in friendships. That compromise it is a slippery slope. It takes you further and further into more and more compromise. Once you get started on the road of compromising, how you let people treat you and how you who you accept into your circle and into your life, it continues to get worse and you continue to to go into directions and depths and darkness that you never would have believed before you wouldn't have thought that you would allow that to happen in your life that's the danger of the road of compromise so it is important that you distinguish the difference like where where am i just compromising on something that's just a simple little thing like that of like okay you want to watch this tv show for now all right why don't we do this? Why don't we switch or whatever? You know what? Today, how about we watch what you want to watch? Just being being gracious. And what's a compromise where you are really laying down something important and accepting something that should not be acceptable? You got to notice and you got to pay attention to what's the difference between those two and see it in your life. Because it, it happened to Brandy. It happened to me where after you come up out of everything that happened to you, you, you look back and when, when you get your head on right again, you're like, what on earth? How could I have ever thought that that was even acceptable? That was even okay? How could I have not been totally just enraged that someone would treat me that way? That I would, you know, that anyone would even think they could get away with it? Who was I to sit there and put up with it? You know, but it's the slippery slope of compromise. It's what happens. It's what happens when you're settling. And manipulators don't have to be completely evil on the outside either. They can do it through charm. They can come off as the most sweetest and thoughtful people that you could meet. But that's just a means to an end, to where they can win their game. Thank you for joining us where the heart is heard. Partnership Vision Ministries. Stay driven by love. So you can wreck all the fear. You can check us out on Instagram at Partnership Vision Ministries. Or on Facebook on Partnership Vision Ministries page. And even Twitter at PVisionM. Y'all come back now, you hear? 